Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for joining us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Here to make the apocalypse fun. We all know the apocalypse is happening. (laughs) Might as well enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah. Might as well smile and laugh about it from time to time because, you know, it's happening. So it's on regardless. Yeah. One way or the other. Uh, One kind of cool thing, though. Mm. Uh, Yesterday, Anthony Fauci announced he'll be retiring. There'll be more cause for happy days in December when he leaves. Yeah, he must have seen some uh, latest polling data. (laughs) And uh, yeah. figured the Republicans were going to be in charge and hold him accountable. Yeah. Uh, he uh, He's not going to be missed by me. Uh, maybe not Keith either, oh, I'm guessing. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Right. Can't stand but. that guy. Are you kidding me? The egomaniacal, mm-hmm. hypocrite, liar mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. funded... Mm-hmm. Uh, Gain of function research. And, sure did, and uh, made sure lied about it. Little dogs got tortured. God, Remember, he's yeah, the guy who that's right who had uh, little beagles had their um, vocal cords cut out and then were eaten alive in their face with uh, sand flies. Oh, good God! That's that guy. No, I won't miss him. No. Nope. Wow. Mm-mm. <sighs> I mean, you can't use dogs for shampoo research anymore. Why is that okay? Uh, how did that happen? Because seems like that was done away with a long time ago. At least I thought it was. Research like that with dogs or virtually any animal. Well, remember he... All the animal testing is kind of verboten now. It's in another country. Yeah, true, but still. Mm -hmm. Evil. That's really bad. Yep. Yesterday, he tried to explain his constant (laughs) flip-flopping over the past two years (laughs) with COVID guidance. Mm -hmm. Here's what he had to say about that. It's going because we've been fooled before. We didn't fully appreciate the magnitude of HIV back in the early 80s when I first got involved, when Mm. the first cases were recognized. And there were so many things we learned on the run Mm -hmm. with COVID. I mean, the things that we thought we knew in the beginning turned out as the months went by Mm -hmm. to not be the case, which really... It's forced us to adapt and to change. Really forced us to change. Then what are you telling us to follow the science all the time for? You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, but every step of the way, mm-hmm. we're the crazy ones if we don't follow your science. Precisely. And there he admits, they didn't know. They didn't know over and over and over and over again. They didn't know. <laughs> so much for follow the science. All right, let's hear the rest of this. And to change some of our policies and recommendations, that was interpreted by many as flip-flopping or not really knowing what's going on when yeah, it really was the evolution of the science. Okay. So one of the lessons of the that science. I hope we learned so. is that we've got to be prepared, right. we've got to be able to respond, but oh, we've also eh? got to be flexible. Okay, so this morning, Congressman Thomas Massey took to Twitter to respond to some of that nonsense. Uh, He says, science didn't evolve. Fauci ignored science. He denied the existence of natural immunity. Yeah. Uh, He spoke of droplets to avoid acknowledging the size of the virus was too small to be stopped by the filters of loose-fitting cloth masks. He also tweeted, uh, the vaccine trials 
were designed not to show the vaccines didn't prevent infection or spread, but he spoke as if they did. He ignored harm caused by locking down people, delayed cancer screenings, untreated diabetes, uh, unfilled prescriptions, mental health, suicides, etc. He ignored and still ignores, ignores all the side effects of the novel mRNA vaccines. The policies he advanced never properly acknowledged that the elderly had exponentially more risk than children. He cared not about the stunted social and educational development of children. And he downplayed early treatments and promoted late-stage expensive pharmaceuticals while ignoring their side effects. Yeah, they, they never talked about the side effects of any of this stuff. Still don't. Even though we know Plaxivid, uh, there are some problems there with yeah. that. Yeah, um, and I, I know you need to finish this, but to that point, um, Australia now is saying that, uh, yeah, kids shouldn't be getting the vaccine. Australia, mm. yet on our CDC wow. website, it still says six months and up for American kids. Let's do it. It's outrageous. Yeah. What was the rest of that? Fauci uh, isn't science. Yeah. He's a snake oil salesman <laughs> ah. trying to quietly ride his wagon out of town before the people hold him accountable for his fraud. Perfect. Perfect. I love that. That's great stuff. And, you know, just because he steps down doesn't mean they're not going to investigate him because they're vowing to do that. They're going to hold his feet to the fire, get him to testify under oath, and let's find out what happens. Now, this is all dependent on Republicans gaining back the the control in, in the House and the Senate, but uh, we're hopeful all of this will take place. I really hope that uh, he spends his retirement days... Dr. Fauci, uh, behind bars. That would be my hope. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Not a chance. It's not going to happen. But it should. It probably should. You can always uh, trust the science, though. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You can always trust the science. I stumbled onto this yesterday. Uh, (laughs) Like, listen to this. Yeah, okay. Okay, initially, this was back in 2019. 2019. Napping might have been good for your heart. Uh, according to a study in Time Magazine. Time Magazine 2019, napping good for the heart, okay? Uh, In 2022, napping may be bad for your heart, according to a study in Time Magazine. Yeah, and here's a (laughs) screenshot proving it. That's unreal. Because I was searching for something, and then both of these things came up in direct uh, contradiction of themselves, and then they're both the source is Time Magazine. It just follow the science, man. Uh huh. Follow the science. Follow right? the science. So yeah. So yeah. Twenty nineteen. It just says how like. Uh, well, but how old were you in twenty nineteen? I mean, that was mm. ancient, archaic sure. medicine we were talking about yeah. back then. Yeah, that's okay. That's fair. You know, because I was uh, I was four in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. So that's how long ago twenty nineteen was. And now that I'm sixty, um, you know, here in twenty twenty two. Things have changed a little bit. Where does the time go? I know. It just flies by. Sure does. Sure (laughs) does. So I think there's something more sinister at play here. Uh Uh-huh. I think you're going to start seeing uh, so many things that we thought were good for your heart are actually bad for your heart. Mm -hmm. And then that's going to set the table for maybe that is why there's so many unexplained heart-related deaths lately. It couldn't be anything else other than maybe uh too much napping <laughs> too much napping. that's all i can think of that could that's be. what it was that's all is happening right now all these young kids everybody are... everybody took the advice in 2019 yeah. okay yeah. i'm gonna nap and that'll yep. help my heart that'll teach you and now see they're reaping the destruction from that 
So from those terrible naps they took. Avoid an unknown uh, cause of death, mm-hmm. and don't take naps. Don't take a nap. It's dangerous. I mean, that's what I think is happening. Here. Super bad for your health. No, you're right. I'm sure that's what it is. Just get ready. For the story. What else could it be? There's nothing else that's happened in the last couple of years that could cause death like we've seen it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unknown deaths. People just dropping dead on basketball courts and things like that. You know, and one in Chicago mm-hmm. who was 17 and one in Texas who was 16, same day, both dropped dead of a heart ailment. And well, if, why would that happen? Well, I bet if you naps, trace it I'll, back. They yeah, took naps. These individuals at yeah. some point in their life have taken a nap. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, I mean... And maybe still did, and uh, that was too much for their heart to take. That's what, one thing uh, the great Rush Limbaugh, uh, God rest his soul. Remember he used to say that uh, everybody who's ever died has eaten a carrot in their life? That's what's happening here. <laughs> everybody is taking a nap. Everybody who's dying. Mm. <laughs> I miss him. Uh, yeah, he was one of a kind. Mm-hmm. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We got a lot of rain yesterday in oh Dallas. It didn't seem extraordinary to me. Did really? it really seem extraordinary to you? I think that's because it did not at all. You <laughs> you got in before rush hour. Yeah, when the floodgates opened up. But no, the drive in was horrific yesterday morning. Going home was. I don't know what time did you leave here because maybe that's the mm, uh, like one thirty or yeah. so. So, so yeah, was, I you mean, were literally sprinkling. here during Armageddon. Yeah. So congratulations huh. on avoiding that because I wow. saw three wrecks on my way home and I saw two almost happen where they hydroplane and they're going all over the place. And you're like, really? please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. Oh, yeah. It was a nightmare. But I mean, that that happens. The hydroplaning happens all the time to me. Yeah. Well, that's what I saw yesterday. I haven't huh. seen hydroplaning. Uh, well, and it was, you know, it was bad. We, somebody died. Uh, there were hundreds of car crashes yes. reported. Uh, three months worth of rain Slammed Dallas in one day, so we got over nine inches. Yep, fell in twenty four hours. That's amazing. Dude. Mm-hmm. I just it didn't didn't seem see like it, huh? that big a deal. Man, and my yard is just a flooded mess. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, mine's not. Okay, well, you got a pool catching your water, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I mean, yeah. it's empty, right? Yeah. Oh no, did well, you? no. It's How many full days now. did it end up taking? By the way, uh, three took oh. three days. Could have just waited for the well, flood. Well, it took part of one, then it went to right. well, a full day the second, and then half of, an, of another. So okay. it was about 48 hours. I got you. Okay. It was about 48. <laughs> uh, but it, and I called about the, accept, the ex- oh, yeah. exception or exclusion, whatever we were told it was. Mm, no. No. The water company Nothing said? Nothing like no. No. And she said, that's really funny because, uh, weirdly, Ooh. I've had a whole bunch of questions like this. And I thought, oh, that's probably from, from my show. Our bad. You know, <laughs> so you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, they don't they don't uh, do any anything like that. Oh, so all right, well, that kind of sucked. That's too bad. We'll see. We'll see when the bill shows up. But yeah, yesterday was uh, really bad. Uh, Rainfall was more than five inches per hour at one point. Five inches per hour, but we had nine inches. Come on. <laughs> so so it lasted two hours. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Officials right. announced one fatality. Eastern Dallas saw a whopping, oh my gosh. Well, this is where everything happened because yeah, we're that, not that, in that's Eastern true. Dallas. The east side got it worse than our side. Yeah. That's true. And, and the Metroplex is so gigantic. Yeah. It is just so massive that, you know, you might have 
moderate rain in one area, really heavy in another. But eastern Dallas saw 15.16 inches of rainfall. How do they describe that uh, rainfall, Pat? A one in a thousand year flood. No, I'm not. I'm not letting them get away with this again. No, I, no. it's so ridiculous, brother. You and I lived in Houston, Texas. Yeah. Tropical Storm Allison. Oh, my gosh. And literally the weather station a mile from where I lived recorded 38 inches of rain. In what, three days, I think? Oh, no, overnight. Oh, it was just one night. Yeah. This right Mm. here, 15 inches of rain. Don't give me your one in a thousand year flood. Because we had 38 inches in 2001. June 2001. Look it up. Yeah. Tomball, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, Houston had 30 to 40 inches in that area. Uh back in 2001 and that was i mean right after we got there at least right after i got there yeah here's a fun fact from yesterday's rainfall that pat says wasn't a big deal at all Mm -hmm. uh we were uh over 10 inches below normal in dallas Mm -hmm. before yesterday's rain and now we are just just an inch over or under uh oh that's a good that's a good meme there nobody you can't get Six months of worth of rain in 24 hours, Texas. Hold my beer. Yeah. Uh, do we have the weather switch one as well? That I love this one. We went from drop to flood. We just flipped the switch. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah. So, we were 10 inches under, and now we're just an inch under because we made up for it all yesterday. And yet, and yet, CNN is, uh, you know, talk, they're talking about this massive flood. At least they were uh, 15 minutes ago or so. Talking about this big flood in Dallas. Uh, but the drought still persists. Oh my gosh! So don't don't you dare discount global warming drought <laughs> because the drought conditions still persist despite the flood. What are you talking about? What? Oh, that's a that's <sighs> screech. Come on now. Heard one. That's yeah. asinine. You it's just s- asinine. You want to see uh, some of the more memorable videos from yesterday's harrowing events that you didn't get to experience? Yes. Okay, watch this. Uh, got a water rescue. A weatherman has to make a high water rescue. So some heavy rain making a dangerous mess on the morning commute in North that, Texas. Man. Look at Flash that. flooding Jeez. left drivers stranded as more than eight inches of rain oh, fell in some areas. Downtown yeah. Dallas, Fox Weather's Robert Ray springs into action. <laughs> Pause it for a second. Drove yeah. in, into high- in downtown Dallas, there's nowhere for it to go. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to have some flooded freeways and that's that's what happened here but uh but again the metroplex is i think larger than the state of delaware so you're you're going to have varying levels of rain uh precisely that's perhaps why my perception is a little bit different than these people downtown literally in a bubble all day while this was happening out there (laughs) uh here's the rest woman drove into high water near Interstate 35. Ray ran to the car, pulled the woman out, as you see, and carried her to safety. And she's okay, but a lot of other folks uh-huh. jammed up by now that water. We says. see this flash yeah, flooding this often in Houston. Houston, yeah. Not so often mm-hmm. in this Dallas. Is, this is how, yeah. this is a, a regular day. And Robert Ray is such a good weather right, we, correspondent. Good. Uh, that's like just a regular day in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> of course, if somebody spits in Houston, yeah. mm-hmm. it floods the whole area. Yeah, you have area. to run inside and you wait for the flash flood warning to show up on uh-huh. the screen. Someone just spit. Mm. Please go to higher ground. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. the water table is so high for one thing. Then, you know, you've got the drainage system. It's just not good. Yeah. It's not adequate for, for 7 million people. When you build a city and you just pour concrete on top of a swamp. <laughs> yeah. Some, the bad things are going to happen mm. sometimes. And don't call it a bayou. It's a swamp. Yeah. yeah. That's just a fancy way to say swamp.
Bayou definitely sounds better, which is why they call it the Bayou City rather than the Swamp City. Uh huh. Yeah, sounds a little nicer. I see. Uh, plus, uh, was there more? We got. Oh the, yeah, we uh, got more. Uh, we got the trucker. Look at this guy. That's water up over his uh, hood, and it comes up. Oh my gosh. Yeah, w- watch how high it comes, man. Gets up here and is. And uh, he's still able to keep going. Keep trucking. Look at that. It's wow. wow. The windshield. Oh my gosh. He's like, all right, maybe I'll put the phone down for a second and kind of navigate the waters here with my oars. Wow. We're literally underwater. We're yeah. literally underwater. Yeah. Well, is that going to damage his uh, yeah. engine and stuff? Big I mean, time. Bro. I, would, I would think so, yeah. So he keeps You're keeps not going. supposed to do that. He gets to this uh, underpass. Don't he's... try this at home, by the way, boys right. and girls. This is Where he... not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and so he sees all these people stranded. Look up on top, down beneath. But he keeps plowing through. USA. USA. <laughs> he gets through. He honks his horn. Hey, everybody. Uh, okay. Now the camera stops. Uh, 30 seconds later, I bet his car, his truck just oh, shut down. That's incredible that it kept <laughs> going like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. He's very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Now we got a guy's backyard. You got to see this. This is kind of right. what mine looks like whenever it rains like this. Hmm. this guy, look at that. Jeez. Hi. Wow. Uh, welcome to uh, Raging Falls. Uh, wow. Good stuff, right? Yeah. Now mine is not nearly that bad, but it does puddle up quite so. In fact, I've got all sorts of debris I've got to go and clean up today. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is really like, weird. Just because it washed out. Because why would you, it's totally fine? Why would you spend thousands of dollars to fix up your yard? Why would you do it when it's going to rain? That's wash right. it all out. I mean, right. whatever you know. So yeah, it was definitely duck weather yesterday here in the me- metroplex, like like right here where you got this duck. See, feels like a non sequitur, doesn't it? But it was duck weather. See how I wedged in a mm-hmm. animal video for you? Mm-hmm. See, they're trying to find this duck. And uh, the duck's smarter than them. Are you not entertained? Well, the duck's not blindfolded. So. That's true. That's true. But look how smart. You can't. That, that's a fact. Write that down. You cannot outsmart a duck. And this is just further proof. Okay. Uh, I wasn't really going to try to, but. Uh-huh. Look at him, man. He's, he's playing with him now. He's like, mm-hmm. I'll just stand here and mm-hmm. you're going to have to. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna have to kill this at some point. <laughs> they, like maybe this would be a good point. They're to good do point that. to kill it. Okay, look at that, yeah. man. They never get the, never get the duck. Look at that. So yeah, um, and they're saying more rain this week, but uh, here in Dallas, but nothing like what we've experienced, thankfully. But uh, there you go, from drought to flood overnight. But yeah, we got a summer's worth in one day, supposedly, That's which amazing. is nice because we had no rain this summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had one day, la- was it last week? We had a decent rain. Yeah, a couple times we had uh, a shower, but too. But very little, and so mm-hmm. there's been drought conditions, and now that's been made up, And but we still have drought conditions, because, you CNN know, says climate so. change, and <laughs> CNN says so, so that makes it so. Uh, it's just, I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. With the climate change BS, they want to have it both ways every single time. So despite the fact that they're... They're talking about uh, and hyping up this flood that we just had. They also have to jam in that, oh, by the way, that doesn't change the fact that there's a drought in Texas. Uh, there's still a heavy, heavy drought. 
Really? We're buried underwater here. What do you mean there's a drought? Agenda-driven news, CNN. Pathetic news. Uh, it's not really news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just It's just their agenda. So we got that going for us. Also, uh, now, this is breaking. The former, uh, former President Trump is suing the FBI uh, after they raided his home, of course. He's seeking a detailed inventory and audit of the items seized by the FBI's raid on Mar-a-Lago. Seems fair. Sure does. Uh, his lawsuit requests the appointment of a special master to audit the items confiscated by the FBI. Seems appropriate. Mm-hmm. The lawsuit also requests the return of any items taken that were outside the scope of the FBI's warrant. To date, the government has failed to legitimize its historic decision to raid the home of a president who had been fully cooperative, states the lawsuit. The DOJ issued a short statement recognizing the lawsuit and saying that the department would address the lawsuit at length in court filings to come. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had to go in there because he had nuclear documents yeah. and codes and things that he was about to sell to Saudi Arabia or somebody. I, I don't know who he was going to sell them to. Yeah, because the the president who has loves this country more than any other in the past hundred years. Yeah, he's gonna he's he's off selling nuclear secrets to yeah. uh, foreign powers. Well, why do you think it is that he joined that Saudi Arabian Gulf League? Oh, yeah, you just uncovered the truth. Yep, huh. I think it's time to expose it. <laughs> you know, he joined that Gulf League. He okay. was really excited about it, <laughs> and that's because that got him in with the Saudi Arabians. Uh, and he was going to sell secrets to them. So now he doesn't Nuclear have to pay secrets. greens fees right. because he just traded nuke secrets. <laughs> I mean, that's a heck of a deal because they can get it a little is. pricey, especially if you get a cart mm-hmm. and it's like during peak hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. trade you a nuke for a round of 18 at the nicest course. And what if you get snacks somewhere along the way? That's pricey, too. Yeah, the beer at cart. A golf, cl- uh, golf club, they yeah. charge a hefty price for snacks. And you never know when the beer cart gal is going to come back around, so right. you got to stock up. Yep. That one time. So it's hefty, that price. So I see what happened. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Good job cracking that code, Pat. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. So the FBI uh, has, an FBI agent has pled guilty to destroying evidence to frame pro-Trump political prisoner. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, we talked about this on Overtime. Some of the foibles from the FBI over the last several years. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and the huge list of FBI <laughs> corruption. It, we, we did that for the entire... Overtime. It took up the whole overtime. And then some. And we and were we done. And we still didn't get to finish it. So, yeah. yeah, we have this story that just happened. So, former Arkansas state senator, by the way, you can uh, go back and listen to yesterday's overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, get yourself a subscription, and then you can listen every day to Pat Gray Overtime. And you go to Pat Gray. Uh, BlazeTV.com Blaze TV. Slash, slash, slash Pat. And yeah. you'll want to watch overtime. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you will. <laughs> I guess you could turn your phone over. Mm-hmm. And listen. You could You're do like, either I, one. I'm boycotting vision today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, former Arkansas State Senator John Woods was the first elected official in the state to endorse Trump back in 2016. Mm. Two years later, U.S. District Judge Timothy L. Brooks of the Western District of Arkansas sentenced Woods to serve 18 years in federal prison. In addition to three years of super supervised release, and ordered Woods to pay $1.6 million in restitution. 
Last week, the lead FBI agent in this case pled guilty to destroying exculpatory evidence that could have proven Woods' innocence. Oh, boy. So thank you, FBI, once again, for uh, incredible corruption, not doing your jobs right, being incredibly biased. I I don't know. So so this sentence came down, what, in 2018? (laughs) Yep. And then it just this... A couple days ago, this happened where the FBI guy had to admit, oh, yeah, I totally erased the laptop that could have exonerated him. My bad. Jeez, that's incredible. Robert Cesario uh, stated, I erased the contents of the computer uh, hard drive, knowing that the court has ordered the computer to be submitted for a forensic examination. I did so with the intention of making the contents of the computer's hard drive unavailable for forensic examination. What? FBI agent admitting why that he destroyed evidence that would have exonerated someone. Yep. At the time, I knew that the contents of the hard drive were relevant to an official proceeding. I corruptly performed and had performed the erasures with intent to impair the integrity and availability of the computer hard drive and its contents for use in that official proceeding proceeding you are you gotta be kidding me <laughs> no man it's the fbi it's the federal government and they hate trump why of course they're gonna go after one of his allies i can't believe it so john woods still sits in prison right yeah now. I, I i've seen that this guy this fbi agent could get up to 20 years in prison i think <laughs> up to a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine but i've seen no update on woods who was convicted wrongly by this guy yeah. Doing this, I've seen no update on that. You guys, please send it to us uh, on Twitter. Uh, tag at Pet Unleashed at Keith Malinak. Because I've seen no update. Like, uh, can we get another trial here? Can we get him released? What's the deal here? Should definitely be looking into it, yeah. right? Uh, that's uh, amazing. That's an amazing admission. And you'd like to have somebody, I don't know, ask the question, why? Why did you do that? You're an you were an FBI agent. Why would you? It was just your sheer hatred for Donald Trump. And so this guy supported Donald Trump. And so you wanted to hurt him that way. What What are you doing? Amazing. And just uh, really depressing. Just another one in the column against the FBI. You just don't want to believe that this stuff is possible in the United States of America. And yet. I'm going to need to. Yeah. It happens over and over and over again. Yeah, yesterday uh, was a very <clears throat> comprehensive list on Pat Gray over time. So go and check that out. And we posted the story at Pat Unleashed on Twitter that lists all of these. Mm. Yep. Also, we're finding out that, you know, that Biden has denied any uh, involvement in the FBI raid on uh, Trump's <laughs> Mar-a-Lago. And that doesn't seem to be the case either. Long before it professed no prior knowledge of the raid on Donald Trump's estate, the Biden White House worked directly with the Justice Department and National Archives to instigate the criminal probe into alleged mishandling of documents, allowing the FBI to review evidence retrieved from Mar-a-Lago this spring and eliminating the 45th president's claims to executive privilege. The memo showed then White House Deputy Counsel Jonathan Sue was engaged in conversations with the FBI, DOJ, and National Archives as early as April, shortly after 15 boxes of classified and other materials 
were voluntarily returned to the Federal Historical Agency from Trump's Florida home. Uh, In May, Sue conveyed to the archives that President Biden would not object to waiving his predecessor's claims to executive privilege. Uh Uh-oh. Surprise! (laughs) A decision that opened the door for the DOJ to get a grand jury to issue a subpoena compelling Trump to turn over any remaining materials he possessed. Jeez. The machinations are summarized in several memos and emails exchanged between various agencies in the spring of 2022, months before the FBI took the added unprecedented step of raiding Trump's Florida compound with a court-ordered search warrant. The most complete summary was contained in a lengthy letter dated May 10th that acting National Archivist Deborah Steidel Deborah Steidel Wall sent Trump's lawyer summarizing the White House's involvement. <laughs> so they lied about this, too. They lie about everything. Of course they were involved in it. Obviously, they were involved in it. There's just a vendetta against Donald Trump. They hate his guts. Now, and they're trying desperately to get him in prison and make it so that he can't run again. Is it plausible that Joe Biden did sign off on this and then has completely forgotten that? <laughs> And he's, and he's uh, because think, he thinks he's being he compromised when he says, "Yeah, it's possible." When he says, "Hey, I, I, don't, I wasn't a part of this." I think there's certain times of the day when he does remember, though. Mm-hmm. So I keep forgetting I'm president. <laughs> well, you're forgetting a lot, though. More than that, it's incredible. These are just lying sacks, and the worst we've maybe ever seen. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. <laughs> Gray Unleashed. Uh, we got Hillary Kennedy from the Four Minute Buzz coming up in about an hour or so. Also, Trump-backed GOP candidate for governor of Arizona, Carrie Lake. She's apparently just endorsed in the last few days Jaron Jackson for the Oklahoma State Senate. Now, that endorsement has raised eyebrows across the media because recent reports have uncovered Jackson's long history of anti-Semitic and homophobic statements. The Oklahoman reported in July that Jackson said, being gay is disgusting, called the LGBTQ lifestyle the getaway, the gateway to pedophilia, and said he's not beholden to Jews in posts on videos on right-wing social media platforms. Now, of course, because Carrie Lake endorsed him she now takes responsibility for everything he's ever said, I guess. Uh, he's accountable for everything he's said or done in his entire lifetime. And that's the case for, well, unless you're a leftist. Right. Then you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Right. Then if you're a lefty, why, it's you're free to love and admire and praise and promote Anybody you want, even the most vile, despicable, evil people of the last hundred years or so. People like, I don't know, pick somebody. Margaret Sanger. (laughs) This woman is beloved by the left. Is beloved by everybody who loves Planned Parenthood. You remember all the things Hillary Clinton said about her? Oh, Hillary Clinton loves Margaret Sanger. Mm. Let me see if I can... Uh, Is it in this machine... That's the question. And I've heard of this Hillary Clinton. You have heard of her? Lady. 
Okay. Yeah. Huh. So, uh... Yeah, yeah, I don't... That's unfortunate. Oh, shoot. Yeah, she had high praise for Margaret Singer. High praise. Loved her. Uh, and, and she... When she was asked about whether or not uh, she supported all the things that Margaret Sanger said, she said something like, of course not. Just like I, I love Thomas Jefferson, but he owns slaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where it ended for And her. that's where she it ended. She didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. And, and Nobody who, talked about it anymore at all. Who's Margaret Sanger again? Uh, the founder of Planned Parenthood. I've heard of her too. Yeah. In that. Yeah. And this is a woman who Hillary Clinton loves, who just about everybody on the left loves. And they're never held accountable for the things that she said and did. Here's just a few. Just a few of Margaret Sanger's lovely quotes. Quotes from Margaret Sanger, founder of Planned Parenthood. She, of course, believed that large families were detrimental to society. She said, the most serious evil of our time is that of encouraging the bringing into the world of large families. The most immoral practice of the day is breeding too many children. The most merciful thing that the large family does to one of its infant members is to kill it. Hmm. That sounds brutal. Uh, She said that in Women in the New Race in 1920. Uh, Chapter 5, The Wickedness of Creating Large Families, if you don't believe that she said that. Uh, She argued that motherhood must be efficient. Birth control itself, often denounced as a violation of natural laws, nothing more or less than the facilitation of the process of weeding out of the unfit, of preventing the birth of defectives, or of those who will become defectives. Oh, my gosh. The defectives she was referring to were minorities. That's who she wanted eliminated from our society. She was all about eugenics. Population control, she wrote, would bring about the materials of a new race. If we're to develop in America a new race with a racial soul, we must keep the birth rate within the scope of our ability to understand as well as to educate. We must not encourage reproduction beyond our capacity to assimilate our numbers so as to make the coming generation into such physically fit, mentally capable, socially alert individuals as are the ideal of a democracy. There's that word again. Mm -hmm. These psycho freaks on the left love democracy. Boy, she she sounds like the precursor to Hitler. Doesn't she? Yeah, Yeah, and quite frankly, uh, the Nazis really respected her writings. And I knew that uh, she was big uh, during the time of Calvin Coolidge. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just Googled just to see if there's ever any interaction or a Coolidge quote about her. I can't find a quote from Coolidge on her just on the fly here. But I did see that in the 1920s, Sanger lobbied President Calvin Coolidge to form a federal birth control commission to, quote, Mm -hmm. be given free access to all facts and statistics relative to the racial health of this nation, end quote. That's what she wanted. She ended up getting a federal population bureau in the mid-1930s under FDR. She also wrote that an excess in population must be reduced. War, famine, poverty, and oppression of the workers will continue while women make life cheap. Mothers, at whatever cost, she must emerge from her ignorance and assume her responsibility. Uh, We do not... Oh, here's one of the favorite quotes of Margaret Sanger that she wrote to uh, an African-American pastor. Uh, We do not want word to get out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. Oh, 
yeah, you probably don't want that word to get out because that would seem to be a really bad thing. Uh, I'm thinking people would object to that, you know? She also said, I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world that have disease from their parents that have no chance in the world to be a human being practically. Delinquents, prisoners, all sorts of things just marked when they're born. That, to me, is the greatest sin that people can commit. Whew. So, uh, it's only appropriate that now, years later, uh, well after uh, she has left this planet, thankfully, what a hideous human being she mm-hmm. was. And just, again, beloved by the psychos on the left. They love her. They love her organization. They continue to promote her organization, Planned Parenthood. Uh, and they don't mind the fact that she set it up to eliminate minorities. Yeah, they are carrying out her vision to a T. They are. They're, that's why 80% of Planned Parenthood locations are in predominantly uh, African-American neighborhoods. Because that's who Margaret Sanger was. Despicable and evil. So this is kind of interesting. Um because some students were asked on their campus uh, about what they thought of a certain racist quote. And they all, of course, objected to it. And then they found out uh, who it was that delivered the quote. None other than Planned Parenthood's Margaret Sanger. Check this out. Hi, I'm Ophelia Jacobson with Campus Reform. We've seen so many talks about race and racism in recent weeks, and we're here today at the University of Florida to talk with students about one example they may not know about, Planned Parenthood. How will students react when they find out about Planned Parenthood's racist founder? Let's find out. So over the last few weeks in this country, we've seen a movement to remove racist historical figures, institutions, and statues. Do you agree with this movement? Should we be doing that? Yeah, I completely agree with removing Confederate statues and any racist landmarks. Nice mask. We have a negative history. America has like a really toxic past and we shouldn't be like uh, memorializing that. Um, I think it's good. I think as a country we need to progress past like Mm -hmm. idolizing racist figures. Okay, so I want to give you a quote (laughs) that was said by the founder of a really prominent institution in this country. I'm going to read you a quote and get your reaction, okay? We do not want word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. This individual also once spoke at a KKK meeting. How do you feel about this quote? Um, I think there's no question how I should feel about the quote. (laughs) I think that's bad. That's just so obviously wrong. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that he Mm -hmm. shouldn't be a founder of any institution. I can't believe someone said that. He should be held accountable or she should be held accountable for what they said. Stop being racist. Um, (laughs) To exterminate any human being is Uh not okay. He should probably be exposed for that. It's racist. The worst part is there's several people who are currently in power that I can guess made that quote. Who do you think made that quote? Of course, my first thought goes to Trump. Why do you think Trump is racist? If literally anyone looks up anything about Trump and thinks that he said, uh-huh. I think it's a safe conclusion to draw. No. Do you have any direct no, quotes really about yeah, that? Like, any direct quotes that he said? Cite him. Cite your source. Mm-hmm. I don't know any quotes off the top of oh, my head, wow. honestly. Oh, wow. Wow. So but, what about the organization? Huh. What should be done um, with the organization? <clears throat> um, I think uh, there should be, like, maybe an investigation. I don't think that the entire organization, everyone associated with it, can be, in a sense, canceled. But I definitely think that there should be actions taken to mitigate the the way that her their founder has acted to yeah, even be funding this organization if that's what the founder said and they should definitely like look into what the organization like, look into is it promoting and whatnot <laughs> them excusing <laughs> something like that <laughs> would be racist people as individuals <laughs> need to like they need really to like decide for themselves if they want to yeah. support it or not good um, idea but i know Stand i definitely straight. wouldn't if the 
<laughs> leader said that. So what if I were to tell you that this quote was actually said by Margaret Sanger, who is the founder of Planned Parenthood? Dang. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> did you know right, about that? Putin. No, I did not. But oh. yeah, they should do something about that. <laughs> what, dig her up? I'm actually surprised. Well, I mean, Planned Parenthood is usually a very is. liberal and yeah. inclusive organization. Oh, no. oh, they murder babies! And kind of in a um, selective wow. breeding kind of thing. So There's definitely inclusive. problems within that. Because I know black babies are aborted at a way higher rate than white babies. Right. If I were a Thank supporter you. or How's not a supporter, what she said wouldn't really change it. Because I'm sure that there's many people mm -hmm. under that founder yeah. that care about black lives. Like, I agree with what Planned Parenthood is get doing, but I oh, definitely don't think do. someone like that should be a leader. Well, I actually <laughs> do stand with Planned Parenthood. The uh, abortion uh -huh. rate for black women is five times higher than white women. Can an organization that says they support Black Lives Matter really mm -hmm. say that if, you know, their founder she said that their goal is to exterminate the Negro population. I'm actually gonna cut you off right now. Um, I want this interview done. It shouldn't really matter who has abortions. Uh, should be, uh, yeah. um, Every time. Everyone, someone else should step up to the plate who's more accepting and who resembles what- Who wants to murder all babies instead of just black ones. Mm -hmm. Right, that's that what she wants. stands for life. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like they, they help women um, make their own decisions. I've had mm -hmm. a good experience with them and um, uh -oh. They like to help others. Okay. As long as that the organization itself isn't uh -huh. being racist. Oh, okay, right. Well, they you are. Really uh, 80% of all Planned Parenthood locations are in black neighborhoods. So that seems like the organization itself is being racist. I love how when they're confronted with their hypocrisy, there's no... Uh, you, I'm sorry, I just I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run from this interview now. Because well, what are you going to say? You've been caught in your hypocrisy and your stupidity. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to mm, cut this off right now. Uh-huh. Okay. This interview's over. Yeah. Because I can't defend myself or am I... Because I don't know anything about what it is you're saying and I've never thought any of this through. So I'm just going to leave. And it's on a college campus where you would think they're oh, being taught to man. have these kind of conversations in a thoughtful, intelligent manner, be able to defend your position. Mm. But that's not what a college campus is no, for. No, no, it's, it's not. It's merely a propaganda dumping ground for your kids. And you get to pay through the nose for it. <laughs> mm -mm. All right. Uh, let me tell you about uh, my Patriot Supply. we got painful inflation going on. The economy's in a nosedive. Uh, it's time to be prepared it's time to get your family some emergency food before it's too late. Go to preparewithpatgray.com. I think either one's work. Either one works, right? Isn't that what we <laughs> discovered right. last week? What are, what are my options Pre again? Preparewithpat.com or preparewithpatgray.com. Well, I'm going to find out right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I know that I can preparewithpat.com. Okay, good. So let's just go there because it's easier. <laughs> uh, go to preparewithpat.com. You'll save $250 on a ready hour three-month emergency food kit from my patriot supply this is the lowest price on this kit since 2019 plus you get free shipping oh yeah you can't beat that my patriot supply offers ready hour food the brand people look for when they're ready for real preparedness their ready hour three-month food kit has a wide variety of delicious meals your family won't go hungry when you have this food and it tastes good you know the old thing that, well, if I'm hungry enough, if you're hungry enough, you'll eat a stick. Yeah, you don't need to. Okay? <laughs> We'd like to avoid that. So you can keep the stick yeah. in the backyard for right. now. Okay. Right, for now. If you get 
my patrons. And instead, go to preparewithpat.com. Save $250 on your three-month emergency food kit. Go to preparewithpat.com right now. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Do you see the Seattle CEO? Do you remember a couple years ago, there was a CEO who announced that uh, he was going to take a drastic pay cut so that he could pay all of his employees $70,000 a year? Remember that? I don't know. What company do we know? Uh, It's uh, Gravity Payments. Okay. And he had been making... I don't know, million dollars a year or something. And he mm. said, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a massive pay cut and I'm only gonna make seventy thousand dollars so that I can pay all of my employees at least seventy thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, all right. Well, sadly, uh he is stepping down as CEO uh because an explosive news report came out alleging he had a pattern of abusing women. <laughs> sadly. Dan Price, CEO of credit card processing company Gravity Payments, resigned Wednesday, saying his presence has become a distraction at the company. Uh-oh. I also need to step aside from these duties to focus full-time on fighting false accusations made against me. Oh, I bet he wishes he's still making millions so he could pay a good lawyer. <laughs> right? Didn't plan far enough ahead. <laughs> That's right. Oh, no. Earlier this year, Seattle prosecutors charged him with misdemeanor assault against a woman uh, and they charged him with reckless driving. Uh, Prosecutors say he tried to forcibly kiss a woman. Is that why he was driving? Is that why the two have been mentioned together? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) He pleaded not guilty in May and the case remains ongoing. Now, hardly anybody, though, just says, no, these are false because it's not nice to say that. But he's at least defending himself. Mm -hmm. New York Times on Thursday reported that more than a dozen women have accused Price of what what it called predatory encounters. His ex-wife, Christy Colon, said that Price was physically abusive. Uh And a woman Price dated, Casey Margus, accused him of raping her. Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, Price told the paper he's never physically or sexually abused anyone and that the other accusations of inappropriate behavior towards women in this story are simply false. Mm. He did not respond to a request for comment from CBS Money Watch, however. Uh, But, yeah, seven years ago, he stunned his 100-plus workers when he told them he was cutting his roughly $1 million salary to $70,000 and using company profits to ensure that everyone there would earn at least that much within three years. That amounted to an almost 50% jump in salary uh, for a lot of his employees. Uh, So, interesting. Now, apparently, Gravity Payments employees make a minimum wage of $80,000 a year. Wow! That's pretty awesome. I thought it was going to be lowered, and they were going to be like, hey, bring us the serial abuser back. I can't make my (laughs) mortgage payment on time. But no, okay. No, yeah. Still 80 grand. That's not bad. All right. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. Welcome. Uh, great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got some tweets here. Sasquatch Cougar fan tweets. These college students 
need to take the masks off. Mm-hmm. They're cutting off the oxygen for the brain, and they're all stupid little Marxist freaks. <laughs> oh, all right, that <laughs> kind of nice. sums it up nicely. Yeah, it does. I like it. They'd get a better education listening to Pat Gray Unleashed and Mark Levin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Glenn, you know, Stu. Uh, yes, all, all those could help. And, of course, the interviews that Keith does on his... Oh, you'll learn a lot at, yeah. at themikeshow.com. Look at you. Learn a ton. Appreciate that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Miming Mandolinist <laughs> tweets, The Dems hate everyone except when they can be used as pawns for their agenda. Mm-hmm. Amen. Kara 30, 22. Uh, kind of strange how the leftists adore Sanger yet despise Hitler. <laughs> yet they're one and the same. Yeah. Or do they despise Hitler? Yeah, I know. Really. Hmm. Uh, Jeffy's Great Red Spot tweets. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I don't want to know. No, no follow up. I don't either. <laughs> if you have white skin, you're guilty of everything anyone white ever did. Yes. In the entire history of the world. Mm-hmm. By that lefty logic, certainly any right-wing candidate is responsible for the words of anyone she might be remotely associated with. Yeah. I mean, you made yep. the point earlier. Mm-hmm. If you're a Democrat like Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. and you express praise and support for this racist baby murdering freak of nature known as Margaret Sanger, then Mm -hmm. eh, it's fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you are a Republican and you happen to say something nice about a really old man turning a hundred years old and, and you just say, man, we should have listened to him. Going to be drummed out of office. Literally. Drummed out of office. Yeah. Trent Lott gone career over by just saying one simple, nice thing at a birthday party. Uh, It's madness. It is. It is. Uh, we've got to show you this. There's a bar uh, called the Sports Bra. <laughs> Somebody sent this to me. It's a- this is a, <laughs> a, a, uh, a sport bar in Portland. Okay. That only shows women's sports. Oh, what a hip place to hang out, right? And so, yeah. And so, get it? The name is the Sports Bra. Bra instead of bar, yeah. Get it? Uh-huh. Get it? It's the same letters, just rearranged. No, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Okay. Uh, here's, here's a look. Oh, oh, look how exciting they're acting. You know that nothing's happening on the screen, right? They're just told to cheer and... Be excited. Uh-huh. How much you want to bet uh-huh. that these people got paid to show up for this uh, video? The owner uh, got the idea from friends. Okay. Uh-huh. Who wanted to watch the NCAA women's basketball game. No. Oh, did they? Those people don't exist. Uh-huh. Having a space like the sports bra right. show that it can be successful uh-huh. okay. is inspiring to other businesses to be like, okay. There okay. is a market for this because it is scary. I would say one of the a, most difficult. COZ, you saw that? Uh-huh. What we do here is <laughs> finding is women's COZ. sports to show on TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. Customers have praised the bar. No. No. <laughs> have no. they? No. I don't buy this. Have they? This is a complete fabrication. Imagine that you're trying to find a screen at any other place and <laughs> you're there to watch a women's sport. You get bumped all the time for whatever men's game happens to be playing. Yeah, and right. It's just so amazing because to have a place that actually prioritizes women's That is women's so amazing to have a place like that. Yeah. Because nobody Woo! cares. We're cheering Everybody in Portland who cares about a woman's sport is in that bar right now. That's right. They all fit right there. All uh-huh. of them. Every single person who ever wanted to watch a women's sporting event Did you see the black, is in that bar. Black Lives Matter and rainbow flag oh, on the wall. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Now, I want to know, do you have to drive through an Antifa road patrol to get to the sports bra? 
I don't know, but okay. I, Is that, that that's uh, yeah. Let's just see here. Um, what's today's date? Uh, is today's Tuesday? Yep, the twenty third. Well, the sports bra is closed all day. Boy, that's a is it really happen in place? <laughs> it just says it doesn't open again until Wednesday at eleven a.m. Huh? They're closed Monday and Tuesday. That's weird. Do, wait, where am I going to go for my women's sports? <laughs> Matches on Mondays and Tuesdays, yeah. which yeah. Oh no! But if I can't watch women's sports on Monday, I'm just all out of sorts. You saw if I can't watch you women's saw sports. How crowded the sports bra was. Yeah, in yeah, the I video, did. you would think business would be good enough to support being open seven days a week instead of just five days a week. Because yeah. look how popular it is. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, that was theater we saw right there. No doubt Stop about it. Stop it! Stop. Jeez. Sports bra. Okay, so I have no way to... I'm not setting a stupid news alert or anything like that, but somebody lives in Portland, let me know. The sports bra will be out of business within... Nah, by the end of 2023. That's my prediction. So you're going to give it a year and a half-ish. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean... All right. There's probably a lot of handouts in Portland. Uh, probably. That'll yeah, keep you afloat probably. for a little while. Also, we've had we've had some new pronouns arrive, which is great. It's about um, time. It's been a while, right? Yeah, it has. And these are called neo pronouns, of course. <sighs> like I have to tell you, I I know you already re- recognize all of these. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but here they are. If you don't, just in case you you know you live in a cave or something. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. There new are like pronouns. Millions of options for neo pronouns. No, a lot of people uh, even like make up their own ones. I'm just gonna do some of the popular ones. Okay. Start with it. Hello. It would really like a <laughs> vanilla cone with uh, chocolate sprinkles, and it would really like it in a bowl. If you can do that with a spoon, it's just less messy the way. All right. We appreciate it. So oh, another one I wanted to do was wow. Hugh. It's Hugh Hughes Hume. <laughs> and it kind of is short for human, um, which I really oh, like. Oh, I really like that I, too. I just identify as a human. I don't really right. have a gender identity right, right That's now. Great. Um, That's great. But species. it would sound something That's like this. Species. Hugh would really like a vanilla cone. I'll get it to Hume. Hugh. Thank you. I'll get it to Hume. Ugh. Wow, that's great. I mean, these people are Hugh. literally mentally ill. <laughs> I mean, it's not, uh, it's not just a throwaway. I mean, that's what they are. Mm-hmm. They are mentally ill people. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It would like uh, chocolate sprinkles. And on. Hugh would like Hume's uh, cone to have sprinkles on it. It's just less messy that way. So stupid. It's so ridiculous. Oh. Uh, now, the last person mm-hmm. uh, wasn't going to be outdone by this one. Okay. Uh, when it came to neo-pronouns. Uh, here's some more for you. All right. From Buckle a different up, person. everybody. It's time to Buckle talk up. about my pronouns. Oh, uh, good. Okay. I use the pronoun set ne-nem-nir. 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 Um, and it's a gender-neutral pronoun set. No. It's a neo-pronoun. It's gobbledygook. The word neo-pronoun makes it sound like it's not been around for very long. <laughs> my specific pronouns have been around for over 100 years. Oh, oh of course they have. Not that new of, a thing. of course they have. Look up the up pronouns. Knee, nam, and near. An example of how to use them would be the sentence, Knee <laughs> went to the market with near friends who love them. He went to the market Nem. with near friends who love them. So love that them. is Nem over there. No. Uh, this is near room. Uh, I really, no. I really liked Nem. He was nice. Not all non-binary people like neo pronouns. Not mm. all non-binary people use neo pronouns. It's just mm. personal to me. 
I see. Well, that's really good to know. Uh, um, so next time I see you, I'll definitely yeah not use not use it. Knee near. Did you like uh, Hugh Hume? <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't. I but, don't okay, like those either. But which would you pick? The knee nem near? None of the above. But you have to pick one or the other, Pat. I can't. You can't? No. Because you love them both equally? Yeah, something like that. I something them both equally, but it's not like. Uh, so, huh? I don't know how you describe it. It's, I need a. Well, you can make up a word. I need a neo adjective to describe. Yeah, thank you. How I feel about that. Them. That's how you play this game. Yeah. You come up with your own word. Come up with my own neo adjectives. Hmm. Uh, how about Ninem Nir? They've been around for a hundred years um, as pronouns. What bullcrap that is! I don't know, man. I had something here and I didn't care. <laughs> Moved on. Uh, okay. How could you not when it's so important so to her? According Him, to Nim, the, Nir, Nir, Num, the classic Nim. official resource that is. I'm not even hmm? reading the pronoun.fandom.com. Mm-hmm. That's the source for this? I don't think so. Yeah, that, there's no way. N-E but is not a say, word. It's say, not a word. They say nem <clears throat> pronoun set appeared around 1850. That's a lie. Now, now, Get out of here. Now, hang on. Think of the timeline of all of human history. Mm-hmm. Would you say, in that, with that perspective, we're around 1850 right now? Just saying. Yeah. It was first used in print in 1884 as a result of a heated debate on how using he or she in sentences was clumsy and inelegant. What? I don't know, man. Oh, my gosh. I, I just, I it's don't just, know. It's incomprehensible. It really is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, 1884, though, I mean, that <laughs> redeemed itself. That's when Grover Cleveland was first elected president. I'd like to point out. Well, that almost fixes everything. Though. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Love my late 1800s president. Sorry. Speaking of mental illness, um, this doesn't seem shocking at all. Majority of college students are suffering from mental illness. Anxiety and depression, those are all on the rise, according to a new study that shows the majority of college students fit the criteria for at least one mental illness, which represents twice the rate from 2013. Wow. I mean, and you see that in society all the time, that People are just struggling to be mentally sound. Well, yeah, and then they go to how many of these kids in college that are now um, identified as being uh, what was it mentally ill? Mm-hmm. Okay, how many of them got to college that were just fine and normal, and then they got into the indoctrination camp with the mm-hmm. professors, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, they're mentally ill. That's likely. Additionally, depression and anxiety are up 135% and 110%, respectively, from eight years ago. Hmm. Study was published in the Journal of Affective Disorders in June, analyzing data collected from more than 350,000 college students across 373 campuses between 2013 and 2021. Uh the team also found that the rates of eating disorders increased by 96%, non-suicidal self-injury by almost 46%. Mm. That's the cutting thing. Uh, and suicidal ideation by 64%. We have a problem. There's a problem here with the mental well-being of our young people. Ah, 
just so messed up. They're assaulted from every angle possible. Yes, they are. And I've never seen anything like it in my lifetime. It's just really, really sad. And time for us to take note and maybe do something about it. You know, maybe get the kids some help. Maybe stop some of the madness that is confusing them like this. Yeah, and we'll get them away from government indoctrination. Yeah, no, that's for sure. That's it has to happen. That's where it starts. Also, regarding colleges and mental uh, mental illness, college students who are Democrats have such an overwhelming disdain for Trump supporters. A majority of them would never be roommates with someone who backed former President Donald Trump. Oh, that's inclusive. That's so tolerant. That's tolerant. <laughs> My word. It's interesting, though, that you very rarely hear the word tolerant come out of their mouths, mouths anymore because they know they're not. They know they're just not. Yeah. And I hear inclusive sometimes, but I don't hear tolerant anymore because <laughs> they're not. Uh, the survey found that 62% of Democrats, college Democrats, would probably or definitely not room with someone who supported the opposing presidential candidate in 2020. When asked the same question, only 28% of college Republicans said they wouldn't want to be roommates with someone who supported Biden. So who's the tolerant one? Mm. Huh? Who's the inclusive one? There were 53% of college students who said they probably or definitely would not go on a date with someone who supported a political candidate from the other side in 2020. I will say that would be difficult, though. Oh, yeah. That would be hard. Yeah, I don't know how. I, I I don't think I'd want it. Uh, date somebody who is a a Biden supporter. Oof. Despite the partisan support, 73% of Democrat supporters overwhelmingly called for Biden not to run again. Mm-hmm. There were 57% of Republican supporters who want Trump to I run see. again. In other words, Trump has more support from his base than Biden exactly. has from his. So yeah, can you imagine mm-hmm. though, having to date somebody that like you can't have a political conversation with? Like it's yeah, you're gonna fight every time, mm-hmm. especially in this uh, in this day and age when everything is uh, hyper politicized. But I mean, just from a guy's point of view, I mean, I couldn't see dating a Biden supporter because you know I kind of like it when chicks shave their legs. <laughs> I mean, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. speaking mm-hmm. as a caveman on the right. Yeah, well, yeah, you just showed your caveman tendency. Thank you. Caveman you tendency. Don't, you don't want some hairy woman right. out on a date with you. Right. All right. Like, whatever. What, what, what's the deal? Why don't you shave your legs? It empowers me. Empowers you? What are you talking about? It's weird, man. Uh, all right. You know what's never good is when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted... Uh, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand or in any way understand for that matter. You know who did understand the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or their IRA into gold. Physical gold. And it's not too late for you to take action right now. Text PAT to 989-898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings 
with precious metals. They have an A-plus rating with the BBB, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. So, text PAT to 989-898 and get your free no-obligation info kit on protecting your savings with gold. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, you know what the uh, Associated Press style guide is, right? It's how their people should report stories, the words they can use, the words they should avoid, all of that. It's our style. It's the way we write. It's reporters. Uh, it's basically their Bible when they're <laughs> yeah. writing stuff. Yep. So there's a new update to their style guide that came out yesterday, <laughs> and it focused on how best to use the pronoun she in various contexts. Uh. Apparently, we're not supposed to use the word she, the she pronoun, when discussing nations, ships, storms, or voice assistants. Wait, voice assistants yeah. is in there, too? It's in there, too. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess Siri, you don't refer to Siri as she, you refer to it as it. Oh, boy. Have we asked Siri? How Our she wants style. To be? Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should. Yeah, is it is yours Siri? No, I didn't think Hang so. On. I have a Siri. Hey Google, uh-huh. would you prefer to be called a she or an it? Wait, that was close. Anything? Sorry, I'm not sure if you were talking to me. I'll disregard <laughs> what you said, but and then huh. give me a chance to finish reading it. Yeah, okay. I think that was Excuse rude. Me, it's man. Yeah. It is man. Well, that there was, you go. That's anti- how Google wants to be referred. Anticlimactic. <laughs> moment in the show but our style don't use the pronoun she in reference to nationships storms or voice assistance except in direct quotations use it instead wow there you go so you're going to start seeing this now in your local newspapers mm-hmm. and your different uh things online mm-hmm. you're going to start going that's oddly worded but that's what they've been told to do and since they're all one mind then they will Amazing uh, fun fact, in the ninth, from the 1970s, feminists fought to have the tradition of naming storms changed to include male names. The move was met with resistance because apparently people would not take storms seriously if names didn't evoke images of female fury. What? <laughs> that is awesome. And the Washington Post reported, call me crazy, but that made me feel pretty powerful. <laughs> Can we have a Storm K, please? Mm-hmm. Uh, by 1978, we started using a range of different methods to name storms that use both male and female proper nouns for people. The Washington Post added, in terms of misgendering voice assistants, the AP can blame Apple and Amazon for creating Siri and Alexa. Oh, sorry. Uh, probably just messed up a whole bunch of... I think uh, you're making Siri stuff go off, too. Well, Yeah, probably. Too, so. Uh-huh. Uh, none of this is relevant, of course, to how you write about ships or name nations or storms. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, cool. that's what the AP wants you to do: is call call all these things it now. Hmm. All right. But I mean, I don't think I've ever referred to a nation as she, though. And I rarely talk about ships uh, and storms. I actually just use the name the weather people tell me to use. So can can you say the motherland for Russia anymore? Is that hateful? That seems hateful. 
Yeah, uh, it seems the, hateful. So the it land, <laughs> the thing land. Okay, I'll 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 work on changing my language. Then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evil empire. You could use that. Uh, that kind of fits. Seems a little judgy. Mm-hmm. And yet it fits. <clears throat> fits. So deputies arrested a man who reportedly had plans to shoot up the Washington Music Festival. Uh, people attending the uh, Bass Canyon Festival reported a suspicious man in the parking lot to security officers. Mm. See something, say something. And they did. <laughs> Witnesses say they saw a man, later identified 31-year-old. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because that gives him uh, publicity. It. But it. But it uh, <laughs> inhaled an unknown gas from a balloon. What? Okay. Loaded two 9mm pistols from the trunk of his car and tucked both weapons inside oh his waistband. So he was on his way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then he allegedly asked people what time the concert ended and where people would be exiting the venue. Mm. Venue security detained him outside the venue gates and disarmed him of the two loaded 9mm pistols. Uh, he was arrested on suspicion of one count of possession of a dangerous weapon and one count of unlawful carrying or mm. handling of a weapon booked into the uh, Grant County Jail. The wow. Bass Canyon Electronic Dance Music Festival was sold out, God. so 25,000 people were there. Wow. Jeez. Crisis averted. Yeah, they so st- thank goodness. Yeah, they told deputies and they stopped. Well, that's a beautiful venue. Look at that backdrop. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I want to go there. It's in uh, eastern Washington. You know, the sane mm-hmm. side of the state. Yeah, right. Where Spokane is located. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Seattle is gone, essentially. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got this guy here uh, who was... The San Antonio man? He was preparing to shoot up a uh, like a conservative... Uh, like a, I think it was a TPUSA event? He... Yeah, it was... Uh, He's threatened a mass killing at a GOP youth conference mm. in Florida. Jeez. Student Action Summit in Florida. 19-year-old San Antonio man was arrested. Uh, according to a federal complaint, he made social media posts that the FBI determined were similar to another one posted before an actual mass killing. And so they went and did something about it. Yeah. He threatened revenge on the attendees of the <sighs> event that was hosted by a conservative yeah, group. Yeah, he doesn't like conservatives. Yeah. That's for sure. And I don't know, maybe the FBI would have gotten him anyway. Mm-hmm. Track record says no. But he decided he wouldn't catch that flight. So they were able to get him that way. Jeez. Thank goodness. <sighs> Pat Gray, Unleashed. Joined by Hillary Kennedy of the 4-Minute Buzz. Uh, welcome. First of all, uh, now I know you went to uh, Salt Lake City and enjoyed in person a ufc event yes it was my first time to see it in person and it did not disappoint and we'll get to that in a second but (laughs) but first there's also kind of a weird story about tom brady and uh gronkowski both going to the raiders and that being set up by ufc's dana white yes this is really bizarre this shocked a lot of people so uh, dana white was on rob gronkowski's gronk cast the night of the ufc fights and Rob kind of goaded him into telling this story. Yeah, yeah. And basically, Dana White said he... We can play the video. Oh, yeah, play yeah, the video. Because, because we got a clip. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You would have been. You would have been. So... I would have been. I, I'm the one... I, I, I worked to put that deal together 
for Brady and Gronk to come to the Raiders. <laughs> and it was almost a done deal. Listen to this. And at the last minute, Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him. And Whoa. why would you want him? All hell broke why loose, man. It was crazy. And and, and Brady was already looking at houses, and it wasn't being said uh. yet that Gronk was coming. So Las Vegas would have had Brady and Gronk the year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl, <laughs> except Gruden blew the deal up. Wow. And there's so much story that goes <laughs> along with this behind the scenes. And I, huh. I, I, I was never going to tell that story until <laughs> Gronk just said it. But, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And Weird. Uh, let me tell you what, exactly Brady was what not happy. And you just told the story. <laughs> What in the world does Dana White have to do with that? He might. I mean, he's friends with Tom Brady. So Tom Brady's been to a lot of the UFC fights, Mm. but it's just weird because he's not their sports agent. Yeah, and right. right. So did you see there where he goes and Brady was not happy? Well, people have gone back and looked at some HBO show where there's a trailer where Tom Brady says... You know, this other team at the last minute decided they didn't want me, and I said, you're going to stick with that blankety-blank? That's right. Uh, That would be Derek Carr, apparently. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Brady was looking at houses, planning on moving to Vegas? Yeah. Interesting. If you're a Raiders fan right now, are you like, what? I know. (laughs) Well, why would you want Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski? Are they good? I'm not a football guy. I haven't heard heard much of them. You know, it's not like they've been (laughs) successful in their craft. Oh, boy. That's so amazing. That, that was that was. Why would you blow up that deal? Isn't that crazy? That's bizarre. All right, wow. I have another crazy <clears throat> story too. Now this is a guy I don't follow at all. Um, in fact, this was the first time I'd ever heard of him. But he's an <laughs> MMA fighter, Joel Bowman or Bauman. I'm not sure how you yeah. say his last name. So he won a fight recently, and then he called out Jimmy Kimmel in his post-fight <laughs> interview. <laughs> Do we have? Yeah, a we got that? Okay, video, play yeah. that. So all those doubting my NFT. <laughs> You're looking at the guy. NFT. That's the reason. NFT the reference. athletes and high school athletes are getting paid today. Mr. Influencer to Influence. Nice dog collar. Secondly, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. Uh oh, what? Viral this. Uh oh. I fight to eradicate childhood malnutrition from the planet. And until they huh. release the flight okay. logs. Flight logs. You, the Ep- mainstream media, Epstein. Hollywood, are all pedophiles to me. Oh, All <laughs> <laughs> right. MICanceledYet.com. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. But I mean, he's one of several fighters Weird. that have now referenced the Epstein situation saying, release the flight logs. Ooh. We want to know who's in the black That's book. That's got to be a Dana White edict, huh? Like, or Maybe request. So. I mean, I think he probably does give some up and comers advice on ways to make uh-huh. themselves more memorable. And this is one way to do it. Yeah. So, wow. yeah. so are they alleging Jimmy Kimmel was on one of those flights? I have no idea. But this is uh. what this feels like to me. Remember when that comedian made that obscure reference to Bill Cosby and uh, you know inappropriate behavior, and that turned into well a conviction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. I just wonder: is this going to be? Are we going to reference this moment five Maybe. years from now? Boy, remember when that guy, that fighter guy, just referenced Jimmy Kimmel and Epstein? Could Maybe. Be. A lot of times where there's smoke, there's fire. Wow. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so how was the fight over the weekend? This was one of the best 
fight nights I have ever seen. And we really? usually get them on pay-per-view. Wow. It was so good, Pat. It was mm. awesome. So You were there. I was there. Loved every minute of it. It was fantastic. Oh, if you ever get a chance to see it live. Yeah, living my best life. <laughs> it was so much fun. So Salt Lake City. I, there were two fights that really, it was the last two fights. They was were it the at the Delta really, Center? Or I uh, guess it's not that anymore. The Vivant. Yeah, Vivant. Yeah, Vivant yeah, Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the two fights you said? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the title fight was awesome. It was uh, Leon Edwards and Kamaru Usman, and everyone expected Usman to take it, no problem, because he's arguably the best fighter in the UFC right now, one of mm. the absolute best. But Edwards dethroned him in like the last, I, I mean, it was definitely under a minute. It was like the last 30 seconds or oh, something wow. that wow. no one expected to happen. And I don't know if we have a, a picture or a clip of Joe Rogan's face, but huh. everybody was completely shocked by it. That is the reaction. <laughs> yeah. I, I have seen that face of oh, his so many times. He knocked him out with a head kick. I mean, right at the very end, and it was lights out. And you know it's good when Conor McGregor and Jake Paul, uh, who hate each other, or at least on social media, uh-huh. they were both trolling Usman after this with memes and oh, just boy. saying horrible stuff to him. So you know mm. it was a really, really bad defeat when it oh. unites Jake Paul and Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So that was a wonderful fight. If you get a chance to go back and watch the highlights, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. And, and bloody? Was it bloody for you? It okay. The bloodiest <laughs> oh my one. Goodness, this is this was my favorite. This fight. is ridiculous. So <clears throat> Paulo Acosta and Luke Rockhold get the kids out of the other. room for this because this is scarring. It's so, this was, I mean, this was a pretty like big dog move by Rockhold, but Rockhold (laughs) hasn't fought for the last three years. So people were kind of excited and he's an older Mm -hmm. fighter. So he's on the older, I think he's 37, 38, but he and Acosta, they had some words at the press conference. Luke accused Acosta of putting off their fight because he was getting cosmetic surgery and (laughs) basically calling him a pretty boy during the press conference. And so they, they already had beef before it started, but Rockhold got, he got clipped pretty good in the first round or two, so he looked wobbly for almost the whole fight. Mm. But it was like one of those zombie movies mm. where someone keeps shooting at zombies, but they keep getting up and advancing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was what Rockhold was doing. I mean, it was the most inspiring thing wow. to watch. Mm. But one move just like solidified this in everyone's memory. They were on the ground grappling, and Rockhold had just been bloody almost the whole fight. So he's his face is covered in blood. So he takes his bloody face and uh-huh. he rubs it all over Acosta's this is, face. <laughs> We've got some no. footage of it. Yeah. Oh. This is like homoerotic, man. Look at he, that. Yeah, Ew. just rubbed Did it he all. Just lick him too. He, there I, was a tongue coming out of he, it. Oh, just, stop. <laughs> But it was incredibly Mm. bloody, so it was my favorite fight of the night. (laughs) And even though Acosta won by TKO, everybody Uh, really kind of felt like Rockhold was the winner in some ways because he showed so much heart and spirit and never gave up, and so it was pretty awesome. That's great. Uh, uh, I'm glad there was a lot of bloodshed for you. Yeah, I would have been disappointed Uh, had there not been a lot. But yeah, I didn't didn't see any broken bones, unfortunately, but I did see a lot of blood. So Was the arena sold out? Uh, it looked sold out if it, it wasn't. It was mm. packed. And the noise in there, you know, mm. I've been to a lot of sporting events. Hockey games are always pretty wild. I love to go to hockey. The noise in there, though, was like nothing I've ever experienced. Mm, These really? fans are so amazing yeah. and just into yeah. it. So mm. I is loved there, it. Is there another clip that you had or am I wrong? 
I'm trying to think if I have anything else. I thought, no, that was no? pretty much okay, it. But sorry. I, I did get to meet Gilbert Burns. Oh. He's um, number four in the UFC welterweight rankings. And so we got to go to dinner with him on oh, Friday night cool. and ask mm. him a bunch of questions. And I thought one of the most interesting things that he talked about was one of the most difficult parts of the competition, especially mentally, is making weight. He was like, making weight is one of the hardest things as a fighter, which I thought, I was like, well, welcome to what it's like being a woman. Uh, <laughs> Just, <no. laughs> but, yeah. okay. but it was a lot of fun. So yeah, if you ever get the chance to see a UFC Fight Live, do it. I'd love to. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun, I think. It's incredible. I think it'd be fun. Are you, are you interested in UFC at all? You I mean, don't really follow it, do you? No. I mean, yeah. I'm not against it, but yeah. I'm just... Just yeah. don't follow it. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt with the Gronkowski story because I was like, I've seen him on a Tide commercial, I think, and I like because I don't follow <laughs> football at all. So Is like, it so loud that you would recommend people bring earplugs? <laughs> no, I mean, like you could still, well, not little kids, but you could still bring kids and not worry about mm-hmm. the damaging their, their yeah. hearing or whatever, but it's... Yeah. I'm uh, sure the atmosphere, I mean, it looks electric just it, through the TV. I'm sure in person it's It is, more so. and ladies, I highly recommend going because it's the only sporting event you will go to right now where there is not a line for the ladies' room. Because every basketball game, football game, hockey game, you wait for two hours to go to the bathroom. At a UFC fight, you don't. You walk right in. The line is in the men's room. It was awesome. It was like (laughs) finally some equity in sports. Right, finally. (laughs) All right, Hillary, thanks a lot. We'll be watching for you on the Four Minute Bus. Coming up in just uh, like uh, a few minutes. Uh, Trying to sell your home can be a big, big challenge. And that's why you need a real estate agent. Uh, that you can trust and somebody who has a great track record and somebody who um, you know knows how to market your home. Real estate agents I trust. This is Glenn's company, and so his team has really carefully vetted these agents, and they only get the best in the business. So they're going to give you the great advice you need to sell your home quickly and for the most amount of money, or if you're buying, to get the most out of your money for your home. Um so whether you're buying or selling or maybe you're doing both because you're relocating, real estate agents I trust. When you partner with them, you've just partnered with somebody who's going to see you through the entire process start to finish. Real estate agents I trust. The name says it all. Real estate agents I trust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It is. A uh, former Obama economist has slammed student debt relief. He says it's not free money. Thank you. It will hurt almost everyone. Well, thank you. Uh, Joe Biden has said by the end of this month, he'll announce some student loan debt uh, that will be forgiven. Some people are saying 10000 A lot of people wanted 50000 in relief. A lot of people wanted a blank check. Just let me tell you how much I owe the government or whoever I borrowed this money from, and uh, mm-hmm. and then you pay it off no matter what it is because it's never enough. Right, right. Uh, and a former a member of the Obama administration says, uh, this is not good. Um, apparently, Joe Biden doesn't know how this process works, <laughs> saying that uh, you know we're not going to pay for it. Jason Furman, former chairman of President Obama's Council of Economic Advisors, issued a warning as Biden weighs whether to extend the pause on repayments. The president is also considering taking executive action to cancel mm-hmm. up to 10000 in debt. Student loan relief is not free. It would be paid for, Furman wrote on Twitter. 
part of it would be paid for by the 87% of Americans who do not benefit. Thank you. But lose out from inflation. Thank you, sir. Part of it would be paid for by future spending cuts and tax increases with uncertainty about who will bear those costs. Wow. That's from, that's a, from an Obama uh-huh. advisor. Wow. I remember Obama. You do? Yeah. I what remember do you remember most about him? Uh, that he sucked uh-huh. in every way okay. imaginable. And I also right. remember that he was bad with sports knowledge, too. Really? Yeah, I don't know huh. why I threw that out there. It just kind of huh. kind of came to mind there. Yeah. Like, for instance, maybe he didn't know about uh, how to pronounce the park he supposedly loved uh-huh. and his famous uh, favorite team played okay. in. Close to, uh, what was that? Kaminsky Park. Right? Kaminsky Park. And went to a couple games and just fell idiot. And the nice thing about the Sox is it's real blue-collar baseball. Yeah, that's that's the nice thing about the Sox. <sighs> I, I mean, I other than not being able to pronounce the name... Of the stadium. Could you name one player on your favorite uh, team no, growing I can, up? No, I can't. Just I mean, no, anybody. But, uh, but like, literally name one Chicago he, he White Sox. And he couldn't. Nor could he say the right name of the Miami Heat. World champion Miami Heat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds... Never mind. That's That's... So stupid. That's bad. That's like, you know, your Russian handler didn't train you up properly. You gotta know more yeah. about the country you're gonna be infiltrating, sir. <laughs> Penn State, right here. Nidalee Lions. No. The Nidalee Lions. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I also might have... Do I have... Oh, we got more? Where he talked about... I want to find where he talked about the White Sox. Uh, oh. This might be it, where he couldn't... I, I thought that, uh, you know, the truth is that a lot of the Cubs I like, too. Uh, but, yeah, this was where he was asked. Yeah. Who was your favorite White Sox yeah. player? And here's his rambling answer. Okay, you've told us that... You love the White Sox. You watched them your whole life. Who was your favorite player? I, I thought that, uh, uh-huh. you know, you know, the truth is that a lot of the Cubs I like, too. Uh, but uh, I did not become a Sox oh. fan until I moved to Chicago. Okay, so you can't name a single White Sox player. He sucks. Hmm. I mean, look, I, I'm not even Googling right now, and I'm not mm. showing off at all. I'm just saying, as someone who has no connection to the Chicago White Sox whatsoever, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, uh, you could have said Frank Thomas. Yes. You could have said Sammy Sosa. You could have said Steve Lyon. I mean, it just... Was he doing the testosterone commercials w- under Obama? I think they were going on then, weren't they? I mean, just from that, you should be able to name Frank Thomas. Uh, yes. Just from that. <laughs> uh, you know, I always love Frank Thomas. Yeah. I love Frank Thomas. Maybe you could do that. That's good. That's, that's a all you had to say. Uh, did, no, he couldn't even get that one out. Did Tim Raines? I know he <clears> played for the Expos. Did he play for the White Sox too? Because uh, sure. that would have been right in the wheelhouse of of his little memory of being such a super fan. Right. Uh, career mm. says it. Uh, I guess just the uh, just the Expos, Keith. Mm. Nice try. Oh yeah, White Sox. Yeah, ninety one to ninety five. Oh, there you go. Anyway, so um, we got to address something important though. Mm-hmm. Before we get too far from it, I just got a message from a listener, uh, Mark uh, Bredenson, Bredenson, Bredenson. Sorry, sir, but the message is uh, Pat's lightning bolt is upside down. Would you like to address that, Pat? Because when I entered no. the room this morning, uh, huh? Is I, saw, it, I saw a repair. It job. fell, and I just put it back up there <laughs> as quickly as I could because I was. <laughs> Busy. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I didn't notice that until I got this message. It's like, oh, I saw Pat messing with that earlier. So anyway, yeah, uh, Barack Obama, obviously super fan. Uh, 
of all oh, things, all things sports. Obviously, He's just a natural. I mean, <laughs> dude could have gone on to the NBA if he didn't want to be in public service, right? Or he could have been a major league baseball pitcher because he was so <laughs> talented. I mean, do we have an example? Let's show him throwing a fastball. Just how talented Barack Obama is. <laughs> and he still couldn't get it there. He's halfway between the pitcher's mound and home plate. And he still can't get it there. The worst part of that video, while the throw is very bad, yeah, it's the fact that the he is fist so bump proud of himself. Yeah, he thinks he really did a good job, but no. Please, somebody, I will show you how to throw out a first pitch. If mm. I'm ever invited to throw out a first pitch with the Rangers, I'll show you how it's done. Hold on a and second. I'll stand at the rubber. At the rubber, on the mound. I'm not going to get halfway between the mound and home plate, and I will throw a strike. Hold on a second. Just just a yes or no. Mm-hmm. Have you ever actually thrown out a first pitch? Just yes or no? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think I have. Okay. But weren't you invited and something happened? Uh, yes. This story breaks my heart if I remember it correctly. Yeah. Was the University of Houston? Uh, was going to have you throw out the first pitch? It might have been, yeah. And then you showed up late or got lost or something? Something. Man, I, I don't remember exactly what happened. Oh, but really? Yeah, You're a bigger sounds... man than me because I'd yeah. still be bitter from that. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, I, I wow. You on. let that go? I moved on. Oh, because that's yeah. that's kind of my dream, too. There was also a time when we were going to, I think both uh, Glenn and I were going to throw out a pitch for the Orioles and something happened there, too. What? I don't, I don't remember what. Instead, I think we served uh, hot dogs and candy in the stadium because we wanted to be closer to the, you know, hang out with the people. I, I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I've ne- so I don't think I've ever actually thrown out, but I would love to. Right. And show that it can be done. And at an older age than Obama was when yeah. he threw that lame pitch. Oh, I, I'm if I live to be a hundred, I promise throw, you, you'll throw out a better pitch. Better than, than Barack that. Obama did. I swear, that was just ew. at least with Fauci, you know, who is miserably <laughs> bad. I mean, horribly bad. Yeah. He's 80 years old. Up, oh. <laughs> just, just a bit outside. <laughs> but again, the guy's 80 here. I think Bob right? Uecker's still doing home games for the Brewers. By the way, yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah, I'm that's amazing. Sure. Yeah, uh, honestly, you could have gotten Obama out of office for any number of crimes. Uh-huh. Quite frankly, yeah. That right there deserved impeachment. It did. On the spot. Like, don't even let him off the field. It really did. Let's hold a vote. Especially since he was supposed to be this amazing athlete. You know, and it turned out that when we actually saw him doing things, first of all, we were told he was a great basketball player. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Played basketball in high school. He probably could have been a collegian, but he was too busy becoming a Marxist and (laughs) and plotting out uh, a Marxist takeover of the U.S. Mm -hmm. government. Uh, he was also supposedly, uh, you know, this great baseball fan and must have played baseball mm-hmm. in his past. Uh, he supposedly loved football, and none of it turned out to be right. true. And remember the video of him just bricking shot after shot playing basketball? Yeah, he was two for 22 and then or you something. you literally put meat on your hands during Glenn's radio show and made more shots than he did. And so did Glenn, <laughs> so as a matter of fact. Who doesn't have any connection to sports whatsoever. Right. But, uh, yeah, Barack Obama, the once and current president of the United States, apparently. Hey, look at there. Look at that. Look what happened on the phone screen. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh-huh. That's right. All right, let's go to uh, Philip in Ohio. Hey, <laughs> Philip. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Good. Small talk. Good. 
Bingo! Yeah, okay, there you go. Hey, okay, we got there. All right, where did that bingo happen? Uh, second row down, Obama's Miami Heat. Right, okay. First row, mm-hmm. um, NFL Reels music. Okay. Playoffs. Uh-huh. And Hillary Kennedy visit. Exactly, which just happened moments ago. All right, great. Thanks a lot for listening, Philip. Uh, enjoy your Thank you. $30 worth of merch from PackRayShops.com. PackRayShop. PackRayShop.com. Miami Heat. So close. (laughs) I was so darn close. Also, all right, this is kind of fun. A majority of Americans, including a plurality of Democrats, believe there is an invasion occurring at the southern border. Mm, Not my southern border. What? What kind of xenophobes are we? Someone had to say it. Overall, 54% of Americans believed it's true or somewhat true that the U.S. is experiencing an invasion at the southern border, while half of Americans believed that migrants carrying fentanyl across the border were responsible for rising drug deaths. And 42% believe the U.S. has an open border policy, the poll found, interpreting true or somewhat true responses to denote agreement with the uh, with the question. Mm-hmm. It also found a modest shift in attitudes since 2018 towards skepticism of immigration. Republicans were more likely to agree with all three prompts, of course, with 76% believing there's an invasion, 70% blaming border smuggling on fentanyl for the rise in drug deaths. Among Democrats, mm-hmm. this is pretty amazing, among Democrats, 40% believed it was at least somewhat true that the U.S. is being invaded at the southern border. Wow. 34% disagreed. 25% didn't know. So it's 40 to 34 with Democrats that there is an invasion at the southern border. That's amazing. They're admitting it. Isn't it, though? Uh, I think that's a first. Another 35% of Democrats blame fentanyl smugglers crossing the border for the rise in drug deaths. Jeez. So even it's so wow. bad on our border that Democrats even Democrat lying. voters are admitting it to pollsters. Yep, that's kind of incredible. Might explain why there's been some wall construction on some of these vulnerable Democrat districts. Oh, you mean around the White House's uh, oh that the Delaware location that too? Yeah, <laughs> the Delaware White House on the beach. They're erecting a five hundred thousand dollar fence. Wait. Okay, so we don't need one at the border. It doesn't matter if Americans are protected, but by gosh, we better protect Joe Biden at his beach house in Delaware. Hypocrisy is everywhere you look.